0: Welcome to the Bent Tines. I'm Matthew,
1: and I'm Catherine. And today we're going to catch up on Esther Brooke, Waldman, and a recap of the DC Pen Show. Hey, Matthew.
0: Hey, Catherine. How's it going?
1: Oh, it's going. I'm feeling yeah. very tired. How are you?
0: <laughs> I'm doing well. Same. Same. A little bit of the same. So. What's but I think on?
1: you're tired for more fun reasons, because you were at the <laughs> DC Penn Show this last weekend.
0: I was at the DC Pen Show this last weekend. It was a lot of fun. So um, how about you? What's going on in, in Catherine's world?
1: Oh, just been working. I was not able to go to the DC Penn Show because I was at work, and we are just super busy, like record high census numbers, just really, really, really full and short-staffed. So um, I worked a week last week and then had monday off and worked yesterday volunteered today to fill a hole working tomorrow so just lots and lots of work
0: <laughs> yeah delta variant kicking you guys' butts
1: um that's part of it uh we have definitely seen a surge in number of covid cases in our hospital um mm-hmm. rising pretty rapidly and concerningly but we're also just full from other stuff like Normally, July-August is supposed to be our lull in the year, uh, but it's not. For whatever reason, just there are so many more patients. Record high traumas. I mean, it's just nuts. I don't know. It's weird.
0: I went to my PCP this week for a follow-up appointment, and he told me that they were, like, canceling surgeries unless it was, like, emergent care, um, and that they had some... COVID cases they were trying to admit to our local hospital and basically the hospital hospitals like they're welcome to come down and sit in the waiting room until we can find a spot for them. But our local hospital is full. So, um, between trauma yeah. and COVID, uh, they're, they are full up. So yeah.
1: So our Metroplex has like four or five or six major hospitals around. And we've basically been on diversion for like three months like as a metroplex meaning like we can't take patients so it rotates through like you know today we'll be on diversion tomorrow the next place will be on diversion the next place the next place the next place like we just you know whenever one of this one of the hospitals comes off diversion they immediately fill up and go back on diversion and like in the meantime one of the other hospitals is emptied out enough to be able to take patients so it's just full and we've been on like rolling just crazy wait times and and stuff so it's been it's been weird <laughs>
0: Stay safe. Try to get rest when you can. It's, yeah, it's thanks. i Sneak in some yeah, naps. Yeah, I
1: put my head down for like 20 minutes the other morning and my boss walked in and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, I'm just really, really tired. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um... Other than that, I was able to see you not too long ago, maybe, I guess at this point it's probably been a couple weeks, but I did confirm yeah. you are alive and real life, so I that's am. nice.
0: Not a cyborg, not a, not a meme. Yeah, picked up my art that I bought from the silent auction or r- auction that you proxied for me. You're my proxy vote, or uh, not vote, what, bid, proxy bid for me. So it's at my work. I haven't. I have yet to hang it, but I'll get it hung up soon. So, yeah, it's good stuff. So very beautiful. I've gotten a, I've gotten a lot of com- comments on it. So, oh really? Um, people are liking
1: mm-hmm.
0: it. Yeah, people have seen it and like you know asked me about it because it's all pretty pretty unique and pretty like iconic, especially the posters. So, um, yeah,
1: we were able to acquire you, or I was able to acquire you these like three posters that are vintage posters of like join the fire service join the engineer or whatever and they're like old graphic posters mm-hmm. and they came out of a personal collection of an art collector in Indianapolis and they were sold through an auction with my friends um Schaefer and King here in town and they're gorgeous you'll have to send a picture for the show notes
0: oh yeah I can do that I think it's part of the America first like Yeah, series or something like that it's like it was a sort of like the you know Uncle Sam like I want you kind of kind of thing it was trying to encourage people to join you know civil service Um, so it's pretty cool it's pretty cool they're done by uh, an illustrator named Lester Green that's uh, right pretty, pretty famous in the mid mid century probably the 60s 60s Mm or 70s I would think so yeah very cool very iconic very me so I like them yeah I'm glad you were able to make
1: it up here and get those home
0: yeah me too so how about you anything new
1: I I purchased a new bike
0: yeah so when you were here
1: yes so when you were here um when Matthew was here in town we uh popped over to this little bike shop um, close to my house because I had been there a couple weeks previously looking for a bike pump and I had like spotted these bikes by a, a Italian brand called Adriatica. And it's an Italian-made brand, like literally everything is made in Italy and employs an Italian workers. Um, nothing is outsourced and I really liked them so we went to look at them when you were in town and I just... Couldn't get it out of my mind. And so I purchased an Adriatica. It is like this vintage green color.
0: <laughs> yeah, Very it's really deep. pretty. It's kind of a minty kind of color. Not quite mint. More like a pistachio. pistachio. Yeah. Runs on spaghetti. Very
1: on brand. Yeah. And it has um, a headlight and a tail light, And it has like these sort of warm caramel brown... Um, handle like grippies and seat, and it's just so cute and wonderful. And so, I've been riding my bike a whole ton, trying to be more physically active and be outside more, which I think has been good mm-hmm. for my mental well being.
0: I'm sure. But as
1: you know, I am about as graceful as a whale, which is to say, not at all. Mm, whale? What's a really ungraceful something? Anyway, it doesn't matter. I'm really, really lacking in gracefulness. I am, like, the most clumsy, most uncoordinated human being of all time. Like, so naturally, I adjust the seat of this bike, get on the bike to test out the height of the seat. It was too high, and I couldn't get off of it, so I was just (laughs) not moving, and I just... And fell straight over and just totally ate it off the side of the bike... Like, tore up my knee, bruised up my knee, like...
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: We've just... It's just been a great time. There's been so a lot have of grace. You,
0: have you learned bet how to ride it? Have you learned... Have you figured it out?
1: So, I've ridden a bike my entire life. I just got stuck on it because I had raised the seat too high. I mean, I used to ride mm-hmm. a bike in college to, to and from class and everything, so... Um, definitely have been biking a lot more. I live, um, in Indianapolis near this trail called the Monon, which is like many miles long from way North to way into downtown. And so I just have been riding up and down the Monon cause a ton of restaurants are off of the Monon. So like yeah, biked awesome. up to get coffee or biked up to get ice cream or biked down to get barbecue, you know, like just super fun stuff. So
0: cool. That's awesome.
1: Yeah you also when you were here uh you finished off your tattoo that was really exciting
0: I did and yeah it's healed it's healing up pretty well it's still a little... oh my gosh
1: it's so pretty that's so beautiful i it's so disorienting because I've I feel like I've seen your white pasty arm so much with no color on it now it has these bright red poppies
0: <laughs> yeah it's um yeah, it's still a little dry, and uh, it peeled a little for a while. But it's 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 getting there. I've been lotioning it. Uh, I've I've switched from the aquifer to just lotion, just to keep it happy because my skin's a little unhappy still. Um, <laughs> my uh, exfoliating soap is not the way to go. For no. even even two weeks later, it's still my tattoo is very much like stop. No sand. No grit.
1: Just, so, just leave me alone and let me be moisturized. Thank you very much.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, it's good though. Turned out well. You did a good job, which is great because there's no covering that up.
1: No. I mean, you have just to just be black. Just
0: remove my arm.
1: <laughs> I mean, you picked up art, like physical, actual art, and then you got art put on your body when you were indie. Body, so, yep. that's pretty good.
0: Body art, physical art. Very Lots cool. Lots of
1: art. Cool. Well, um, what else is new with you? Anything else?
0: No, just work. And I've uh, taken my, taking my kiddo this weekend to see my dad. Um, he's getting a lake house, or he's got a, like a condo at the lake or whatever that we're going to hang out in for the weekend. Um, and I think my sister's kids will be there. So she'll get to see her cousins, uh, which will be kind of cool. And that's that's really it. So just kind of wrapping nice. up the summer before the kids go back to school. Well, Dad doesn't go to school, but uh, my nephew and niece go to school. Uh, so cool. my dad kind of wanted to get everybody together.
1: That's exciting.
0: Yep. So then went to the went to the pin show though the DC the DC pin show, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was really fun to um, sort of get back into pin show mode. Although I feel like it's probably going to come to an end. I was actually talking to. John Phelan from Lemur, he was there. Lemur Inc. was there. Um, he was asking me what I thought about and I just you know, about the upcoming shows and I worry that they're gonna get canceled. Um, especially the ones like later in the year, like the October, November, January ones, I think. Um I feel bad for maybe those shows. I don't know. We'll see.
1: Yeah. But. I was talking to luxury brands actually about it. Because I've, I've been back to fully masking now for a couple of weeks and have been back to picking up groceries and minimizing, you know, contact unless it's, you know, vaccinated people masked outside with social distancing. Um, it's just really a concerning time again. So, yeah, I worry that we may not actually be able to go to the Chicago Penn Show, but we'll see yeah. I mean, it's just definitely something we're having to play by ear, but I'm sure. glad you were able to see all of our friends. I felt very yeah. sad that I was not there.
0: <laughs> it was it was a really good show. It's my first time at the DC show, and um, it's a really good show. There's a huge ballroom, and then they had a little smaller secondary room, and then of course there was some stuff in the hallway. I say of course. Anybody who hasn't been to a pen show before, I mean... They will fill up the ballrooms, and then they will fill up the hallway, and then they will fill up every little nook and cranny of the you know hotel space that's available. It's, it's actually pretty impressive. Um, saw some really cool stuff, met some really cool people, uh, hung out with, um, I think, sort of the 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 darling of the show for me was, uh, was Ian shown. Um, mm. I've been following his work for a long time. I've really enjoyed his work for a long time. Um, and he's just, he's always been good to me and, and we've sort of developed a little bit of a friendship just via the internet. And so to be able to meet him in person talk to him and see his work, uh, in person and kind of hear his thought process was really cool. Uh, and his, his shop partner, uh, Julian was there. Uh, he mm. was really cool, so it was, it was cool to see them. They, they were kind of. Um, I hung out at their table a good, a good bit. I kind of, I kind of fanboyed out at the Shone table. Um,
1: very on brand for you.
0: Very on brand. And I ended up buying a Shone P6 in the faceted. I also bought one for you, or um, have one for you that I will mail to you. Um, probably go out tomorrow. Um, Thank but you. very cool. Um, and I also have a belated pen show purchase that I thought on long and hard giggity, before I um, <laughs> left the show. And I was kind of on the fence about it and uh, ended up ordering it today, but it's one of Ian Schoen's Ultim pens, but with a number eight titanium nib. Um, which is kind of cool. And I think if that nib will go to Jonathan Brooks to be engraved with Something, a little, a little illustration, and then I'll probably anodize it. So,
1: Meat.
0: So yeah, so I did that. Um,
1: Super on brand for you because of how much you love ultim and titanium.
0: It is, and Ian had some. Um, he had. I had a really hard time choosing, so I got the amber ultim ultimately ultimately (laughs) settled on the amber uh but he did have some black ultim pens which he finished differently so the amber ultim he kind of does like a sandblasted sort of finish so like they're very like frosty and even and very very sort of matte finish with just a little bit of texture and like a satin kind of appearance um and then he did black ultim which he finished like very sort of not glossy, but he finished them in a different way uh, that made them almost look like zirconium from a from a distance. They were these very Ooh. like they would catch highlights, and they were they are really beautiful. Um, but the thing that sort of made me end up with the amber was um, Ian uses red o-rings in his pins, mm. um, which is not a design choice. It is um, it is a practical choice because red denotes. I think he said red denotes silicone. Um, and silicone won't fail under ink, so um, so the red ones are are silicone. Uh, but you've got this kind of amber-colored pen with these little pops of red that you can sort of see throughout. So pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So so I picked up a Shown P6 and also a Shone Altum, which I he's he mailed out to me today. Um, I mean that's and then very
1: you. You love the orange.
0: I do. I do. And uh, so that was my. So those two were my big sort of pen purchase. I, I I looked at some Nakayas. I looked at some Sailors. I looked at, you know, a ton of Kenro stuff, um, Auroras and whatnot. And I just, um, just kind of decided, like, I don't know, Ian's stuff is kind of where I settled. Um, not settled. That seems like I, like, you know, settled for... But, yeah, so... Ended up with some stuff from Ian. And then I got some grinds done by two people that I've never had grinds from before. Um, mm-hmm. I got uh, Pen Realm, at Pen Realm on Instagram and at All in the Nib on Instagram. So um, Kirk Spear Kirk. and Damien. Damien. I can't remember his last name. Um, but yeah, so both of them, I, I got each of their versions of Anaganata. So I now have versions of naganadas from CY at Tos- Tokyo Station Pins, Mark Bacchus at Nib Grinder, Kirk at Pen Rome, and Damian at All in the Nibs. So I have four different variations on the, on the uh, Naganata style grind.
1: You need to get so, Gina. Their, uh, their Naganata grind is also amazing.
0: Yeah. So I think I'll get, I'll do Gina maybe next. And then, uh, yeah, so I got I picked up some grinds that are all that are that are wonderful. Um, I picked up mm-hmm. a stacked nib from Pen Sloth. He was there with a big old box full of nibs.
1: Wow, um, cool!
0: So I picked up a stacked nib. Yeah, so that was about it. And then I um, ended up with a bottle of ink, which is oh yeah a mystery. It's a mystery ink. It's from. It's a new release. It's coming out from Van Vaness. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really talk about it other than I will say that it's sparkly. It is designed after a, uh, gemstone that's only found in a few places in the world. And Arkansas is one of those places, which is where Van S is from. And if you like the lower numbers in the Sailor Studio incline up like 123, you're going to love this one.
1: That's super it's gorgeous. exciting. I'm it so happy for Lisa. She is gorgeous. totally the queen of ink.
0: <laughs> she really is. Um, and she had a great table. Um, Joe Crace from Gentleman Stationer was there. Hawking some of his own wares and also some of the Van S wares. Um, I got to hang out with Rick Liebson with his amazing Nakaya collection. Uh, which was off the freaking charts. Like he, I also got to play with his Toma pens.
1: Which, which are, are huge, ab- right? Toma absurdly are, like, large. Gigantic, they, right?
0: And he Yeah, and he's like, so I was playing with one and then I, like someone came over and I saw him writing with it. And then the next thing I know, like Rick hangs a sold tag on it. It's his like Rodden Stripe Toma that is like, I don't know how to describe the size of it, but it's probably.
1: Like a giant hot dog?
0: I mean, like capped, it's probably eight Italian inches long. Italian sausage? Like, it's, like, a cap it's probably, like, eight inches long and, like, an inch in diameter. It's absurd. <laughs> and it has this, like, yeah, giggity again. <laughs> and it has this, like, absurdly large nib. And it's very wet.
1: I can't. <laughs> Don't describe the measurements of the Toma pen. Because <laughs> anyway. now I'm just... it's It's like is it a hot is it like a long hot dog is like it's an italian sausage we're like into like wiener schnitzel categories
0: it's bigger than a hot dog it's bigger (laughs) than a hot dog it's smaller than a smaller than like a smoked sausage
1: okay that's insanity i mean toma pens are like they look beautiful but like the proportions and like scale seems just like absurd
0: yeah what's interesting is they weigh nothing I don't understand right. it, but they're very lightweight. Um, but they are, um, they're eyedropper, and they're the Weird. Japanese eyedropper system, which has like the little shutoff valve. And so you have to like open right. the back a little bit to get it to flow. Um, sure. I think Rick told me that it holds nine milliliters of ink.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's totally practical. We all need nine mils of ink in our pens yeah, at all so times. Like a,
0: like I don't know, half a bottle of ink, and so it holds like nine mils of ink. And he said you have to keep it full all the time, otherwise it just like bur- it will like burp because of the air expansion. Um, so he yeah, said that's you just practical. have to keep a lot of ink. Yeah, it's it's totally mm-hmm. impractical, but they are phenomenally well made, really lightweight, and surprisingly comfortable despite despite the size. So felt good in the hand,
1: hm. ladies. Oh my god! Stop. <laughs> 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 well, well I'm a. I'm I'm very glad that you were able to meet Rick because I've been dying to meet him given how many, the sheer number of like Nakaya Mm. have purchased from him.
0: Yeah, Michael Dromgoole was there, got to hang out with him, got to hang out with um, some other folks. And um, of course, Franklin Kristoff had their prototypes all weekend long. Um, And... Super yeah, fun. so hung out hung out with some really cool people. My buddy Jonathan Brooks was there, and he was side by side with the Mythic Pen folks, um, nice. who were great, really cool to meet and get to know a little more. Um, so yeah, it was a really really fun a really fun show. We did some pen show after dark stuff, and then um, I hung out with the Kenro folks a good bit. We went out to dinner Saturday night with. Um, some of their friends, or sort of their family dinner that they do at the at the Penn show. Um, so I met the actual like owner of Kenro. He was there. He's the one that took us out to dinner. Drew nice. Brown from Goulet Pen was there with me. Sat next to me.
1: We Love actually rode over together,
0: and uh, and then we drove back with um, with uh, Yost from Apple Boom, Applebaum. He oh, was there, cool. came over to hang out with us, and so we hung out with him. He's a delight. He's a super funny guy.
1: Oh, um how he's like
0: cool. kind of a trip. So yeah, it was incredible. It was one of my one of my favorite pen show experiences I've had to date. That's great. So, mm-hmm.
1: how does it compare size wise like to the other shows you've been to? Is it larger?
0: Uh you know, probably. Um, but uh, most of the show was in one big room, um, uh-huh. so it felt it felt more it felt manageable. Um, right. Like Atlanta is split across like three rooms plus a couple right. of hallways, and like a hallway, and, yeah. um, which makes it feel a little
1: more spread disconnected
0: out, I guess. or spread out a little, you know. But the DC Pen show was you know tables and just rows and rows and I mean crazy crazy stuff. So um, that's
1: great. Yeah, I uh so. was definitely harassing you from work being like what is there find me something that I Everything. need like is there anything that I want and Matthew graciously sent me some photos of things uh mm-hmm. that I didn't need to buy but when he sent me the photos of the new faceted shone pocket 6 pens I was like well RIP me they are like so beautiful even just in the photos so I was really you glad you were able and, to nab me one. Yeah, I can't wait to see it in person.
0: Yeah, you got to see it. Like you got to like twirl it in the light. So, and then I think my last highlight from DC, and I'll, I'll kind of quit talking about it, was um, or second to the last was the the new owner of Retro. One of the new owners of Retro, oh. and some of their folks like stopped by just to hang out, and um, they uh were really really nice. Richard was there. Um, So I talked to them about, you know, projects and things and what they're up to. Um, Mm -hmm. Really good folks. I mean, Richard, I've already, I've known, but, um, but, you know, the other, the other, some of the other retro team, I think there were four of them there, four people from retro were there and they were just walking around. It's really cool to meet them. And they, they all came down to watch my, uh, my Kenro storyteller Instagram live interview. So they they were there. They were part of the live studio audience among others. So that was fun.
1: I'm really glad you were able to do that. And like, obviously that's super cool to get to meet the new people who helped us continue to have retro in our lives. Cause like, let's be real. We're all like majorly in deep now on those, huh?
0: Yeah. And after talking to them, I mean, they're, I think they're really going to take good care of the company. So
1: good. That's so good.
0: I think they've had to make some hard decisions, like with the price hike. Um, We talked about that a little bit. Um, But also, Retro did not raise their prices for 10 years. And so now most companies raise their prices a little bit each year, every couple of years to keep up with inflation and the cost of doing business. They never did that. And so um, they decided to do one large price hike right off the bat, ripped the Band-Aid off, and I think they've gotten a little pushback from it, but really not as much as I think they anticipated Um, and it's just part of it. So probably won't see another price hike from them in a while for a while, but, um, but yeah, they, we talked all about that and just, so yeah, it was cool.
1: That's really exciting. I really do love my retros. I was just looking at them the other day and they're just such a good pen.
0: Yeah, they are. They are very, very cool. And there's a new one coming out that is very fun. I think it'll be out. Probably by the time this episode airs or shortly thereafter, I don't know when this'll air, but it's uh it's gonna be part of their Metal Smith series. It'll be kind of a permanent member or semi permanent member, so and it's one definitely worth picking up. Got to check it out. Oh, Sugar Bear.
1: I have a new a new kitty cat in my lap. I don't know if you can hear purring, but I've been graced by sugar in my lap and oh I like her so much.
0: <laughs> Has she met the boys?
1: No, she's been hanging out down here. Look at that cute cat. Oh. The best part about podcasting is I sit in one place long enough that sometimes a cat ends up in my lap, and this time it's sugar. <laughs> so there's been, uh, there's been five cats in my house, and they've been talking to each other through the door. I think Freddie and her are going to be girlfriend and boyfriend because they keep touching t- paws through the door.
0: No, that's cute.
1: I know it's so dorky, but anyway, I uh, I'm really glad. I loved seeing everyone's pictures. It looks like the show was really wonderful. Um, you know, it's obviously this very bittersweet moment because a lot of people couldn't come or didn't feel comfortable coming just with everything, and it's just very uncertain times right now. But I'm glad that as a community, we were mostly able to get everybody together and have a. A very like nice reunion because I think we're all just missing each other so much.
0: Yeah. I needed that connection. So I, I braved it. I did disappear for a good while on Saturday at sort of the peak hours of the show. It was very, very busy. Um, there was a line. I've never seen a line like that to get into a pin show. It was absolutely absurd. I mean, it went like from the hotel lobby, like this isn't gonna make sense to anybody that wasn't there, but I mean, like through the restaurant, out into like the breezeway, and then down into the parking garage. Like, like what? hundreds, hundreds of people waiting to get in, in oh. addition to the weekend pass holders. And then the line, like as it flowed, like it it maintained that length for uh, like a couple hours. I mean, it was wow. So I when I saw the line, I, I went down to get breakfast, and I was like, I was just kind of like, holy shit, where's this line? Like, what is this? And I was like. Somebody was like, Oh, this is the line to get in the show. And thankfully I had a weekend pass. Um, so I was just able to come and go. But when I saw that, I was like, Nope, I am going upstairs. So I went yeah, I ate breakfast and then crazy. went and hid in my hotel room. Yeah. That's wild. Very
1: well, wild. I'm glad that you were able to um enjoy it and stay safe. And it looked like from everyone's pictures, it was just a really, really fun time. So I'm very much looking forward to that package with that pen.
0: I'll send it to you ASAP.
1: Thank you. I will make sure to post photos of it on my gram. I I've can, been uh, really box. enjoying. Huh?
0: I'll say I can get some photos of it before I box it up and then send them to you.
1: That'd so be you great. Put it on
0: the, so we can put it in the show notes for everybody. Yours is really cool. I got uh, So my faceted P6 is black with a painted like a paintbrush anodized titanium grip section so it's blurple just like blurple grip section on brand um catherine's katie's uh pocket six p6 is um faceted black but it has blue green and purple like anodizing that you can only see like in certain light he calls it peacock mm-hmm. maybe Ooh, uh, it has, yes um and Then it has two. You got two grip sections. He threw in an extra grip section for you. Um, and oh, and yours has a grind on it. Yours has the same uh, Tonto grind from Kirk at Penrealm, which is his version of the Naganada. He did a good job on it. It's um, it's pretty expressive. It's got a good bit of line variation. Um, he, awesome. I had him leave it um, a little, not sharp, but a little, a little toothier so that it, he did, you didn't lose all that definition by rounding it out too much. So I think you'll really okay. like it. That's I really exciting. like it. I love it. It's an, If you don't like it, we'll get you another nib, and I'll take that one.
1: <laughs> I'm sure I'll love it. I mean, you and I have very similar taste in grinds. so
0: Yeah, I wrote with it. It's a good one.
1: And I am basically constantly seeking grinds. So that's like the thing I'm hopeful for is that if we can actually get to a real pen show, uh, that I can get some work done because I know that was something that you really wanted and that's something that mm-hmm. I really that been was my goal for. yeah that was
0: my goal for the show was really to get nib work done
1: yeah I have a number of pens who really need some work I have a Nakaya that really really needs um something done with it and I don't know like there are a few pens of mine that I I'd like to have ground um but, you know, a lot of Yovo sticks with just simple Yovo nibs that I can swap in too. So, I mean, yeah. push comes to shove, I can just purchase Yovo nibs from other places. But, um, you know, I enjoy grinds. That is something that brings me great joy is because, you know, I really enjoy writing with my pens and grinds yeah. make that more fun for me. So. Sure.
0: So I did have a package waiting for you when I got back home from the pen show. I. I must I must have missed UPS or, like, or you know I think it came the day that I left. So, um, uh, the folks over at Luxury Brands, thanks look Lu- thanks Luxury Brands, uh, sent me a new Waldman pen that that they're releasing or that has come out. It's the I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. Precious.
1: It's just say precious.
0: Precious. It's 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 spelled P R E C I E U X. So it's Precious Frosted precious. Lines. Yeah. So it's the Precious Frosted Lines in ruthenium. Um, it's a little smaller than like a 146, but very similar in in style. Uh, to It's mm. your sort of, I, I like don't want to say basic, but it's your sort of cigar-shaped pen. Um, it's a... Uh, it's a brass pen with with black lacquer and ruthenium trim and it's got this gorgeous really cool like striped cap um but the stripes on the cap are frosted lines which is where the frosted lines comes from in the name um the fit and finish on it is absolutely stunning like it's really beautiful it's this so piano pretty. black um it's, it's got um it says piano black and ruthenium, which, you know, is kind of my jam. I like that a lot. And mm-hmm. um, the threads on, like, on the cap feel really good. And, like, unscrewing the section from the body, which is sort of a weird thing to harp on, but it feels really good. Like, everything's just really nice. Um, I found it to be a lot heavier than I expected given the size. So it's mm-hmm. roughly the size of a 146, maybe a little bit smaller, but it weighs a lot more. So it's it's a pretty heavy pen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a cartridge converter. Um and it writes like a dream. It writes Mm -hmm. really, really well. Um, I think if I was nitpicking and I I talked to Bryce at Luxury Brands about this, I said, look, if I was if I was gonna nitpick anything, it would be um that the that the nib is just a little bit too small in relation to the rest of the pen. But I think that's I I actually find that to be like a pretty common occurrence. Mm
1: -hmm. Um
0: so and I I don't know if that's a supply issue like most of their pens take that number five size nib, so that's what they put in their pens, or if it's a, you know, just a design, a design choice. But um, you you know, you see that a lot. Like I think the nib could be larger in the Twisby Five Eighties, for instance, and um, like I think that pen could tolerate a full number six size nib. In, in and I think to that's really funny
1: because I actually think that the number five in the Waldmans looks nice, and I actually like the way that that looks. Like I saw your picture of you of your Waldman like uncapped that that precious that you're talking about and I actually think it looks proportional and nice that size
0: yeah it I mean it's a beautiful pen overall but um I think it's definitely an aesthetics thing yeah it is it is
1: but I mean that was my experience too with the Waldman is like it is a heavier pen but I like a nice heavy metal pen so um I've been really enjoying my Waldman what is this extra Vienna I bought Mm -hmm. this one um I love it. I know you uh at first weren't sure about it, but when you saw it in person a couple weeks ago, you really liked it, right?
0: Yes, I liked it a lot actually. Um and it writes really really well. So, so. well.
1: You were like giving me so much heck for like picking this like sort of like frilly white and rose gold pen, but then you saw it and you were like, oh, "Okay, I understand." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're so underrated. Like I feel like the Waldman um they just on luxury brands they just hyped out like the new Tango Imagination which is another new pen that's coming out yeah. I need the turquoise one like holy yeah. crap on a cracker I got to have that
0: um I yeah they're um you know I I don't know Waldman's just kind of a a brand that <sighs> I mean, I don't. I maybe would have like overlooked them before. Yeah, they're totally but, a
1: sleeper brand.
0: Um, but I really, I really like them, and in um, the yeah, the imagination, the Tango imagination, also comes in a really pretty lilac color. Did you see the lilac one?
1: Yeah, I like the turquoise. Do you? But yeah. I kind of go for blue pens sometimes.
0: Yeah, I can see that.
1: I really think that the styling of the Waldman pen suits me and honestly like I was thinking about it I don't know my 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 tolerance for price points on pens has fluctuated so much over the course of time and I I tolerate a higher price point now I really enjoy my Auroras which are you know a higher more you know higher price point pen the waldmans are not inexpensive by any means certainly if you get the 14 karat nib but like wow i mean they're just beautiful and i i honestly would have probably overlooked them too had we not had bryce on the show whenever that was a couple months ago and mm-hmm. now i'm like dang it stop hyping uh, stop teasing all these yeah, pretty cool. pens like i don't need like six waldmans in my life but also like do i though
0: they're pretty neat pens too. They're a little bit they're a little they're a little flashy on in some of their some of their styles. Like they're they're very much like a European, European. sort of style, you know. They're <laughs> Jinx. um yeah, which is interesting because, you know, luxury brands also brings us platinum, which are very right. very Japanese. sort of Japanese. Like they're almost they're just they, they're just not sterile, but they're not you know.
1: They're like polar opposites of each other in terms of like they styling are. and design choices for mm-hmm. sure. But I Absolutely. love that. I I mean, Platinum is one of my favorite brands, if not my favorite. I mean, definitely in the top for me. And I, I really love Platinum. So um, yeah. I was writing some snail mail today with my Platinum Sheehan, which honestly, really, I think might be my favorite pen
0: yeah you could see that i
1: I have so many beautiful wonderful special pens and yet the one that i literally carry every single day and write with probably most days is that pen i just love it and i keep it inked with june bride something blue that bungu box sort of Mm -hmm. mid middle tealy blue which is not coordinating color I mean it's a purple pen and I don't know I just that combination is aesthetically pleasing to me I enjoy it so much I was um carrying my pens to work today and realized about half of them are out of ink so gonna have to address that tonight but um the the newest addition to my 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 pen case I've gone back to my big uh rickshaw pen case that is covered in pins and patches and things. Um, Goodness. I've gone back pins. to it. I tried doing like the three pen a day carry, and like my soul was dying on the inside a little, so uh, went back to the full carry with about 12 to 15 pens a day. Um, my newest addition to my daily par- carry is the Esterbrook Sea Glass. Damn it, Matthew, this is your fault.
0: It's a good one, it's so good.
1: So after you, like, ranted on about how beautiful it was, I reached raved, out. not ranted. Raved, excuse me. After you gra- raved about how beautiful it was, I reached out and ended up ordering myself one, and I ordered the regular size, not the oversized, and I ordered it with a medium nib, and I got it in the ruthenium because Radium. I prefer silver trim, um, which is very on brand for me, and... This, like, cushion cap, like, the way that there's a little bit of tension to help it not get dried out is so satisfying, and the material is absolutely gorgeous. Like, the pictures do not do this pen justice. Mm -mm. And honestly, like, the price point of this is under $200, and it's awesome. Like, 10 out of 10 would purchase again. Like, I'm glad that you raved about it, and... I oops, my converter has uh, come out on the inside. I mean, it's so pretty. Like, I am so happy with this pen. And I inked it with um, Troublemaker Sea Glass because that just felt right.
0: The new ink from Van S would also look beautiful in that pen.
1: I'm gonna have to get me a bottle when it launches
0: larson versun. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. And I've been using, actually, my little um, Estherbrook Paradise pen. 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 Pen.
1: pen. pen. Yes, pen. so we, we couldn't talk about the Paradise last time.
0: We couldn't. It's, so I have the orange one with the blue accent. And um, I did not think I would like the JR, uh, but I do. I actually really like it. It's... Uh, it's different than I thought it would be. It's uh, it's not my favorite esterbrook but I, I get what they're doing with it, and I appreciate it, and I actually do like that pen a lot. Um, it is small and slim. It's very much a pocket pen. It's very um, reminiscent, I mean, right down to the clip of the original Esterbrook J vintage pens. Mm-hmm. pens. Um, and I think it would be... I don't know if it'll, I don't know if you can get the adapter for it to use the older Esterbrook nibs, but if you could, it would suit those nibs so well right? um, because of the size of it. Uh, It's so much more similar to the J to the Esterbrook J of yesteryear. So yeah. And then also you can pick up that pen and then also pick up some of the pins that go with it that I designed, which I couldn't talk about last time either. But I did design a set of pins, uh, lapel pins. They come. I think they're twenty five dollars for six of them. You get six. Neat. I think you get six. They you get out sunglasses, so a pair, cool. the pins, The logo and a pina colada. Yeah, Esti Colada. The pina colada ones. My, I think. Uh, yeah. So you get six pins for twenty five dollars. And they are very fun and very summer, very like cheeseburger in paradise. Um, So they've got kind of a Jimmy Buffett vibe about them. And they're a lot of fun to design. They were a lot of fun to design and a pretty cool experience for me. They've got t-shirts and stuff with the stuff on there.
1: Oh, fun. Yeah, Yeah, we... We were um we were generously gifted the Paradise Pens from the wonderful people at Kenro, um before our last episode and that's my first um Estabrook from the modern Estherbrook people. Or very cool. Like since they rebranded, you know, purchased the brand in in twenty eighteen. And it is super neat. I actually um like a smaller pen overall. I mean, I think that's why the Waldman Extra Vienna is suitable to me because it's like a smaller grip section and it's a little bit more of a narrow pen. It says the girl who like has the Mont Blanc Beatles pen, which is like the biggest chunk of like life, yeah, but um, monster. I know, but I actually really enjoy that Asterbrook. I I picked um the blue color and it has Um, yellow finials which is super super cute and it's small and adorable but then when you were ranting about or raving about the the sea glass I had to pick that up I I ordered it and I this is the other shape the Esterbrook shape the SD excuse me not the JR and so now I have one JR and one SD and I I can see the appeal of both I think that the new SD is definitely the modern shape and the JR mm-hmm. is definitely that nod to the Esterbrook J. But as a girl who collects vintage Esterbrook purse pens, I'm here for it. Um, I would like them to bring back the sure. purse pen, which is even smaller. And I would like it to be in pastel colors. K. Thanks. Bye. I know they're probably not listening to me, but like I want more purse pens.
0: I think if I was going to nitpick the JR at all, it would be I think the cap is a little too large. Like I think it should be a slimmer cap. So it feels thick. And I don't know if that's a machining thing or a tolerances thing. But I do feel like the cap should be a little a little slimmer. So there's not as much of a step down from the cap to the body, even, like even when capped. It feels a little cap heavy visually. Um, and I would love to see the JR in ebonites. I would Ooh. love to see it in like, like Cumberland ebonite or like...
1: I don't know what that um, means. Is Cumberland
0: that? is that like is that like dark reddish black ebonite swirl oh, that like very yeah. vintage um, yeah so I'd like to see mm-hmm. like some Cumberland ebonite or like um you know solid black or green ebonite something like that so yeah um, not like Nico ebonite because I just you know I, but because those those I think I just associate a little more with like sort of the Japanese pen brands but more of like the like those American ebonite colors. I feel like I think I would love
1: the JR in ebonite, but I'm like a total sucker for ebonite, and I I I really like the shape of the JR. I've and I found the finishing of it to be so beautiful with like the little Mm. like metal inlay in the finial, like it's a nice pen, and I love that vintage aesthetic. So I feel like yes, definitely ebonite, and then bring back the even smaller purse pen. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I would agree. I would agree with all of that. So, Kenro, if you guys are listening, give us the trim down that cap a little bit and bring us some ebonite.
1: I I just want a small purse pin. That's all I want. I want a whole new kind of purse. So it
0: barely fits a full size converter as it is. So would that would the purse pin go back to? So oh, I would also like to see them revamp some of the old filling systems, like a like a lever or something like that, like the little like lever filler. Like the original I, Esterbrooks were. I know it's probably a terrible idea, but
1: I think you would have to just go. If we did purse pen, it would just have to go to like standard international short cartridges.
0: I think so, which too. is yeah, fine. I think you're right. Yeah.
1: I mean, I have That'd no objection to cartridges. You could,
0: you could maybe do one and squeeze in a long international cartridge, if if it
1: was. Mm. I don't mm. know. I'm a I'm a big fan of the international short. Anyways, I mm. I collect uh, my fair share of Montblanc short cartridges anyway. All my gotcha. favorite Mont Blanc inks come like that,
0: which. All you know. my favorite Mont Blancs.
1: Fancy. But, awesome. I mean, I, I've i been actually writing a ton lately, just with work um, and trying to uh, journal more and, and write my feelings. So, I've cool. been uh, trying to use more notebooks. Oh, I, uh, I got some new notebooks from the UK.
0: That's right. An- Ananda.
1: An- Ananda UK. So Valerie, yeah. who is um amazing. She's she's um she's Flight of Fantasy Studio. Flight is F L Y G H T underscore of underscore fantasy underscore studio. Valerie's an expat who lives over um in the UK and she does custom handbound notebooks that are beautiful. I met her in Dallas in 2019 and like impulse purchased a beautiful note for, notebook from her like at the bar after the show. And uh, I ended up reaching out to her and ordered 3 more notebooks from her because I panicked and thought I didn't have enough Tomoe River to last me until the end of eternity, so I panic bought more notebooks. Um, I do have basically a notebook fort ongoing in my office. So I think um, any rational person would say I have more Tomoe River than um, I'll ever need. But I did purchase three from her and they are freaking gorgeous. And she sent me like, I don't even know, like all of the fabrics she had that were available and they were so pretty. So I got like moons and constellations and I got one that's like an anatomy sort of like... Skeleton situation, so beautiful. That's awesome. I have. I might have to order River. one from her. You absolutely should. Her work is so good. Um, I. So I was going through my my basement. Um, this last week, I've been kind of reorganizing my house because I just I felt like um so overwhelmed with work for the last like year and a half because of COVID that I haven't like gone through boxes of crap that I've been moving from house to house to house and like just have been feeling super full and disorganized and so I've been like trying to whittle down my pens and like go through boxes and like donate and and throw away and all that stuff and I like went into this drawer and I found like a ton of rhodia and tomoe river just like shoved in a drawer in a box in my basement, so I literally have Tomoe River coming out of like my ears. So that's good and feels like it's probably normal, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, Rhodia doesn't seem like your thing, but Tomoe River does.
1: So I used to be a big Rhodia person. I,
0: I did too. I don't. I don't like it anymore because it's coated and it's terrible. Not it's like terrible. S- I.
1: I mean, it's not my preference. I I, I can understand why people do like I just think like pens Rodia. don't
0: perform their best. I think that they're, I think, like, I have found that pens that I thought needed a lot of work or that weren't great pens, when using them on Rhodia I've found using them on literally almost anything else, I've been like, oh, yeah, this pen is actually fine.
1: Yeah, I I have not had the best of luck with Rodia, um but I do have some pads of it and I take it up to work. So if ever I feel like I need a break from just like the copy paper that we write on. So, um, I actually use my Waldman pen a ton at work, like maybe more than any other pen besides my tactile turn. Um, and it's, it's like, a medium going on a double broad because I always forget that Western nibs are completely different than Japanese nibs. So I ordered it in a medium and it's like this like gushy, beautiful, like thick nib, which is like as wide, if not wider than my platinum broads, if that gives you any perspective, like, you know, again, German versus not German. But so I, uh, our paper is so crap at work, but I love using my Waldman that I actually write on it f- in reverse, a lot write with it in reverse, and it writes upside down beautifully in this like nice little fine lines. So <laughs> I've been counteracting like the garbage paper by just basically using my pen flipped over, which is you know normal, right? Isn't yeah, that what I mean, everybody yeah. does?
0: Yeah, that's what everybody does.
1: I I mean I think I I've told the story before where like I got I got banned from using nicer paper cuz i supposedly like messed up the laser printer and like got it stuck and damaged it so i was banned from using nice paper at work.
0: <laughs> yeah, i hear you. I uh I keep some nice paper in my office to like write on and stuff, but i don't i just use the crappy copy paper in the in the printer at work, so um I put some nice paper in the in the copier at work one day and forgot. It was a whole ream, like an $18 ream of, like, the paper that I used. I put it in there and then forgot. Like, I printed what I needed to print. I think I printed, like, some grids that I did to write on. Mm-hmm. And I forgot that it was in there because I'm no object permanence. Hashtag ADD. And then I somebody, like, made a bunch of copies of something. And they are like, ooh, this paper feels nice. Did we upgrade? And I was like, oh, shit, no. I upgraded. <laughs> and you just made... You just printed like, what? What was it from Office Space TPS reports?
1: Yeah.
0: On on like eighteen dollars worth of paper. So enjoy enjoy it because it's the one time you're gonna get it.
1: Yeah. Thanks um, so much. Appreciate it. Um, <laughs> appreciate
0: it. So anyway, all right. Well, I am going to go eat some coconut cake. And I don't.
1: What? What's what's coconut cake?
0: It it's cake, but it has coconut. And, and the frosting. Do you not know about coconut? Like, have you never had coconut cake?
1: I don't like coconut. Oh.
0: Uh, I don't know. Well, thank you guys for tuning in. This will be the last episode of the Bent Tines.
1: <laughs> I'm going to no go eat my friends. leftover cake bake shop uh, apple, apple crumble pie. Gotcha. It, delightful. Yeah. 10 out of 10 recommend. So. Cool. Um, yeah, well, um, we will be back.
0: Thanks for, uh, it's been a fun episode. It was fun to reminisce about D.C. and hanging out with the Kenro folks and everybody else. So makes me miss it. makes me want to go back.
1: Yeah, I get that. We always are happier when we get to see our people, I think. Yeah. So, so well, where can the people find you, Matthew?
0: You can find me on Instagram at heymatthew and at heymatthew.com
1: cool and you can find me online at Inky Cat Writes and technically at InkyCatWrites.com although I should probably update that more than once a year and you can find us online at The Bent Tines on Instagram and BentTines.com we have a little merch shop where you can pick up pins and um, various accoutrements related to your podcast if you're listening and uh, we'll see you on the next one thanks so much guys bye
0: bye
1: Ball.